Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy Podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the Lucky 7. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V, Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerly's, and Holiday Station stores. And go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison. And before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The redraft and dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now, all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It's Thursday morning. This is Matt Harrison, and we're going to preview today's matchup of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans on Thursday night football. Uh, kind of an interesting game. Maybe the the, the, at least the best record team in the NFL going up against one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, should be interesting. There's a few strange fantasy plays, maybe a couple grades that you're not used to. Let's start with Miles Sanders, though, who gets an A grade in this one. Kenny Gainwell even startable with like a D-plus grade in a pinch. 
Uh, the Texans have the worst run defense in the league by far. They just allowed 219 yards to Derrick Henry last week. Backup runner Dontrell Hilliard for the Titans had 8 for 83, which is why Gainwell is also in play. 143 to Josh Jacobs the week before. Khalil Herbert had 157. Jonathan Taylor had 161 against the Texans earlier this year. Austin Eckler even totaled 109 total yards, but he had three scores to go with that in that game. So it should be a run all day game plan for the Eagles, which is why I'm a little bit down on their pass catchers and and their passing game. So Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown still startable. I'll downgrade them to a B here. Dallas Goddard also gets a B because it's really tough in the tight end wasteland right now. And Devonta Smith, he gets a C grade. The, the pass defense for the Texans is either very respectable or the run defense is so bad that no teams even bother to pass. Well, it's really the latter. Teams are attempting the fourth fewest passes against Houston and completing only 19 passes per game. That's the, the least amount in the league. Hurts, his game is buoyed by his rushing ability. The Texans did allow Justin Fields to go for 47 rushing yards in their only meeting with a true rushing quarterback. So I'm optimistic that Hertz probably gets a few things done in the ground game. I'm probably not seeing much in the pass game for him. I'd guess he's right around 200 yards today. And it, it's just tough. It's a downgrade for all the other pass catchers because the volume just shouldn't be there tonight. So uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a run-first game plan for the Eagles. On the other side... I think it's kind of a similar thing. Damian Pierce, he gets a B grade. The Eagles will be without Jordan Davis, their big run-stuffing defensive tackle for this game. And the one way to get things somewhat done against the Eagles seems to be with the running back. Philly's allowing 4.9 yards per carry. That's the eighth most in the league. They've allowed seven touchdowns to running backs through seven games. So that's an average of one per game. There should be a score here for a running back. And they're seeing a lot of dump-off passes to running backs at about five and a half per game. Pierce is averaging about three catches per game. Rex Burkhead getting in the mix at around three and a half. It wouldn't surprise me if both of these guys are the top targeted receivers for the Texans tonight. Uh, So I got a Damian Pierce B, not starting Rex Burkhead because I'm not crazy. Uh, But on, on the other side, the rest of the passing game for the Texans, they're all on the bench. Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks most notably. The Eagles are allowing the fewest passing yards per game at only 206. What's impressive about that is they're playing teams in garbage time a lot and still not allowing passing yards. If you had to start a member of the passing game, it probably still would be Cooks, but it would be like an E grade, uh, an E plus maybe. Yeah, that's right. I got down to E grades. The Eagles are allowing the second fewest yards to opposing wide receivers at 128 per game. With Nico Collins out, it's possible that all of that goes to Brandon Cooks. Chris Moore and Philip Dorsett are there as well, but just they're they're guys, you know, they're backup wide receivers on every team, and they're on one of the worst teams in the league. You're not starting them. Come on. Come on. Let's let's be real here. Let's be real. All right, that's it. That was the Thursday night preview. It was short, it was sweet. Start your running games. Be a little tepid on the passing games. With a with six teams on bye this week, you might have to start a few guys in this game that you normally wouldn't. So uh, I don't know. I hope I gave you the best advice possible. Uh, I'll be on Fantasy Football Weekly this weekend with Scott Fish and Paul Charchian, and we'll have all the rest of the games done Fantasy Football Weekly style. 
except, you know, n maybe not pluses and minuses and D grades and E grades and all that stuff. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day.